0: Thanks for listening to the Von Hessler Doctrine podcast. Remember, you can hear the show every weekday from 9 to noon right here on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's news and talk. Live from the heart of Atlanta, Georgia and beyond, Hour one of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins right now. I am your lovable, huggable, mid-morning chat host, Eric Von Hessler. The other voices you hear are the doctrinaires. Man of a thousand voices, Tim Andrews. Lady of 184.7 characters, the always highly viscous co-host of this show, Autumn Fisher. The man behind the glass, George Clark. And the handsomest producer in all of producery... Jared Yamamoto. And we made it. It's hashtag finally Friday. (laughs) We made it. We made it. (laughs) Do people even think about that? we made it? First of all, if you got to Wednesday and thought, I might not make it, you probably still have something that needs to be checked out. (laughs) No, I went to the hospital
1: yesterday and I got all the things I needed and I made it to Friday so now I can party.
0: (laughs) Do people really believe that, hey, you know, I've had heart pains since uh, Tuesday, but I made it to Friday, so, okay, Reset. (laughs) Yeah. Don't I'm have to worry about die on that the weekend. one. Weekend. Yeah. Yeah, no one dies on the weekend. No, you
2: know that's that, when you perhaps. party.
3: Yeah,
0: just put it off till party. Monday again, and hope that you survive yeah. through the week again. That's what I'm hoping is that uh, my uh, history of procrastination will actually ultimately help me out and get me a few more days maybe an extra year just procrastinate everything in your life and maybe uh, you put death off (gasps) smart yeah see everybody strategy don't be fooled by what you see in the moment what looks like could be a negative oh eric takes a long time to get around it things. He and what's that uh, saying, uh, why do today what you can put off to tomorrow, something like that. Mm-hmm. And he lived his life that way. And we could point to all kinds of examples of how that was a negative and he didn't really maximize his potential because of that. But here's what the other say: he lived seven years longer than he should have because he kept procrastinating death. <laughs> kept Too lazy to die. Yes. Too lazy to die. Sounds like the last possible James Bond movie. Yeah. <laughs> Okay,
3: oh, to I'll, I'll uh, to tomorrow, like, mate. Look,
0: oh, I'm uh, gonna watch a little telly and, uh... too lazy to die. All right, somebody's gonna steal that, make some, make a bunch of money. Right. TM, TM, yeah, we said it, and uh, you know we what? These it. words that I just said, I'm, I'm putting them in a, in an envelope, and I'm putting, I'm mailing them to myself. Uh, yeah. and I'll, I won't open that unless there's some sort of court case that's, uh, that's necessary. You know what? I never talked about this, this week. Because there's so many things to talk about when you do a current event show like this. Topics? Things, what's that? Topics? Hot topics. There, there are so many hot topics that uh, unfortunately we can't get to all of the hot topics. But this was coming out of last weekend. Since it's on Friday, let's look back, right? Let's take a look back. Yeah. And I meant to bring this up on Monday. Uh, This is Jared Yamamoto, who had a bad back and I'm sure was somewhat hungover, took uh, part. Uh, Did we talk about the Beltline 5K race? Just a little bit bit on Monday, the fact that I ran it and did pretty well. It turned into actually Tim Andrews and the rest of us just beating up on the Beltline. We never really got around to your 5K. (laughs) But uh, just very quickly, how hungover were you? When you did the 5K? I was a little hungover. I had a couple of
4: drinks the night Let's before. Let's do it on
0: the pain measurement. You know, one to ten. A well, scale of hungover. Where were you?
4: I was pretty responsible the night before, to be honest with you. I, I probably only had like three drinks the night before.
0: And went to bed at a, what number a at only I gave midnight. You a number. I gave you a number <laughs> on the hangover chart. From one to ten, where were you? Ten being the worst hangover, I'd say it was a three. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's you, know, you, you could tuck a 5K in there. Yeah, exactly. That's just like
2: forgetting to drink enough water the previous day. That could be yeah. the same thing.
0: But if I, if I had decided, or the way that it would, have been, uh, it would have happened is someone would have talked me into saying yes to a 5K like seven months before it happens. And then once I realized now I have to do this because people think I'm going to do it, I think that probably every move that I made for the seven days prior to the 5K would be about the 5K. I don't think I'd be <laughs> drinking the night before.
3: 5K is be no such big a, deal,
1: though. You're not young like uh, Mr. Jared Yamamoto.
0: Well, uh, that is correct. Uh, that I think he's not nothing. as young as he used to be.
4: Right. The way I look at it is, I was, uh, while I was drinking those beers the night before, I said I was carb-loading, just making sure that okay. I had enough carbs you know, to burn off while I was doing
0: the 5K. A
2: lot of water and beer.
0: Yeah. You are a functioning alcoholic, oh, which I applaud you for, but, uh, because you uh, do a fine job and you never miss work. And that's something my mom taught me. She said, Eric, if you want to be an alcoholic... Just keep going to work every day, and it'll work out. So that's fine. You're, you're a functioning alcoholic, and I applaud you for it. But His uh, liver honestly, doesn't function,
2: but his job is. It's Jared Yamamoto. Hey.
0: How, often, how often do you uh, get sick as a result of your nonstop partying? Uh, how often? Maybe once every two years i would say my stomach actually does a
4: pretty good job of holding up
0: occasionally that's a problem that's a problem. the i think that people don't talk about this enough uh with alcoholics the main problem is it starts with i have a strong stomach (laughs) that is that's the it is really impossible to become an alcoholic if you don't have a strong stomach i speak from experience, I come from a long line of alcoholics. And not just a long line of alcoholics, but the entire concentric circles of my family as you move out like a wave when you throw a pebble. onto, <laughs> The alcoholism is 360 and all around me. And when I started drinking in my teens, I, the mental part of me said, oh, let's do this every night. I like the way this feels, let's go. But you know what I was saved by? A very, very weak stomach. <laughs> <laughs> not the fact that my stomach could not handle con- constant alcohol, I think saved me from being an alcoholic. Well, you saved so a
4: lot of money that way, too. You know, my, my stomach, I'll, I'll just keep, you know, loading up, loading up, yeah. loading up. Like, your stomach's like, nope, I'm done. I can't drink yeah. anymore. So you yeah, save a lot of right. money that
0: way. You're right. Gummies pretty much cost the same everywhere. It doesn't matter if you're on the Beltline or if you're in the suburbs. <laughs> or So you're right. You you not only uh, are a functioning alcoholic, but you are in the city, and you are paying the most <laughs> per drink in the metro Atlanta area. For sure. So, it, it, my stomach's so strong too that after the 5K,
4: they gave an incentive where they would give out beer tickets afterward to Monday Night Brewing, and I had mm-hmm. three beers at 9 a.m. after the 5K, and I was just like, okay, I went home and three. Then it took a little nap, and three. then and, and then I went oh, out again. Awesome. I went out again. You should, again.
2: Uh, you should really knock on wood because I feel like you talking about your stomach being very strong means the next time you're gonna. No, like, oh, I'd
4: be like, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna lose everything. <laughs> yeah.
0: Be the best thing. do talk have about before. it. You'll, now hold on. Now I can understand after. Uh, Accomplishing the feat like a uh, 5K, which does seem like a big deal to me. I know that others doesn't seem like, but at, for me, that would be a big deal. I could understand in celebration. Hey, we got a free beer for you. It'd be like almost a novelty. Hey, it's nine in the morning. I'm drinking mm-hmm. a beer after I ran this five k. Let's uh, let's not move past this with our functioning alcoholic friend that he had three at nine o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, there's some Mexican lockers. They're easy. They're the, those are oh, about yeah. those are light.
4: Only, yeah, they're only about four point five percent. They're easy.
0: See, you do this all the time, Jared. Uh-huh. Uh, we're not we're not debating uh, how uh, how light or heavy the beer was. <laughs> we're debating the clock <laughs> and your choices. That's what we're debating. That's what we're talking about. Doesn't matter if they were the three of the best beers three of the heaviest beers three of the lightest beers doesn't matter we're just talking about hey yeah okay a beer it's like uh, <laughs> that weird thing like when you see that what are they called like the, the the polar bear club or whatever and they jump into freezing water oh yeah in yeah. the middle of winter it would be like jared would be like uh not only does he do that but hey, i want to do it three more times it's like no the point is it's kind of a novelty <laughs> yes <laughs> I want hypothermia. I, you know, just not enough for me if I don't get hypothermia. How long did you down these beers after the five k? No, like no, glug, no. Glug, glug,
4: glug. No, we casually, you know, drank them. I mean, it was it was nice and hot. And by then, you know, after running a five k, you're wide awake. So we're hanging out, celebrating, and you know, t- one turned into two, and then two turned into three, and then before you knew it, it was like before you know yeah, it. Before
0: that's that, That's the old <laughs> story. That's what you're telling I feel the like, doctor. You
2: know, because before you took a nap afterwards, you could just sort of say that this was a continuation of the night before.
0: Yeah, I yeah, guess because so. Because he yeah. took a nap and then he woke up and he started drinking again. When, when so I, that I, was
3: his
2: new, that was his like, his nap was sleep. And then yeah. he woke up, ran the 5K, that was the rest of his day, had the, had the beers at quote like night, even though it was the morning, and then yeah. went to bed. And then woke up and started his day. Yeah,
4: we I went out that's... till two a.m. the next day. Or the... Woo! so, hey, decided I had a good weekend with all the uh, festivities.
0: Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I, I like the fact that anything that is would be perceived as negative about what we're talking about now, it's just uh, <laughs> going right over and it. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Yeah, I drank. I was drinking at nine in the morning. It was great. It was uh, fantastic. Okay. What's interesting to me is that uh, I've been working now with this uh, this dude for almost eight years, and. I have never... Two things I've never seen you. I've never seen you nude. I've never seen you drunk. The second Both one can be being changed. more... That's yeah. right. The day is young. Which comes first. Strangely <laughs> enough, it's the second one that I find... Uh, more unlikely. We've that, definitely had drinks it, together, though, Eric. I mean, but you I've sh- never seen you get tipsy. I don't really. I, maybe at that Christmas party when the Atlanta United won the championship. Oh that yeah, night, and then he uh,
2: ditched his girlfriend. He
0: ditched his girlfriend and was like uh, hanging off of street poles. We in won the, the city. championship. What did you <laughs> yeah. expect? To yeah. Hell yeah. We I don't know champion. to like
2: get you. Make sure your girlfriend gets home.
0: Uh, <laughs> hey, we won the championship. He re- he walked home. He got a, <laughs> an argument with his then girlfriend, now fiance, and stomped Away, he was dressed in a three-piece suit. <laughs> uh, it was raining like hell outside, and he uh, he just walked home in the rain, jumping on <laughs> a street post here <laughs> or there, singing the you uh, the Atlanta United chant: "We are knowing. the a from and way there- down south." See, again, anything negative that we may have said, like you left your girlfriend, you know, alone in the well, city. okay, there was were, there were some miscommunication. Hey, hey, yeah, well, you know, but they won the championship. That's you know, understandable. They, they won the championship. Spin doctor. Uh, he is a spin doctor. All right, you know what? All that being said, I suppose I have to admit, we did all make it to Friday. So we'll do the best we can to give you one hell of a show right up to noon. Jared Yamamoto told me during the break that there is—is is it an open mic or is it? Uh, yeah, it's an open mic. Written to us. Uh, is this the uh, the 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 drunk Autumn hater or is there somebody else now getting involved in the Autumn's not my favorite member of the Doctrinaire's <laughs> open mic? <laughs> no, no, it's club. not. It's not this lady. This is Autumn Superfan.
3: You would think with all the things going on in the world, you would have tons
0: of topics. That's the autumn super Tons fan of account. topics. Did you think that? You know, <laughs> tons of topics. That goes you'd after think that all the radio shows and podcasts in the world. You'd have tons of options. Yeah, tons <laughs> of them. But you know what I do when I don't like something? I I don't write a letter and I don't complain. I just I just don't watch it or listen to it. But you know mm-hmm. that's me. People have their own ways to get navigate this life. So this is not the drunk autumn hater. This is uh, somebody who uh, just decided to chime in because according to this person, I don't know, I'm not there with you, but you make it seem like uh, she's siding with me in maybe a war between Autumn and myself. Yeah, it seems like Autumn has been very combative with the she-her segment of the audience out there. Oh my God, she has. Oh my She will not let (laughs) me off the hook on anything. So, Just, Just
2: finished listening to today's podcast. Oh my God. Autumn, let Eric finish the damn sentence. You don't have to speak every few minutes. It's okay to take a break. They're not going to fire you. No matter how much you say and whatever you do, even though how it sometimes sounds completely asinine and makes absolutely no sense, they love you. You have a job. So don't always feel the need to step in and step over them when they're making a point.
0: I think that's a good point for intervention. You know what? She's right. We do all love you. You're amongst friends. (laughs) That's where I'm coming
2: from. I'm coming from a place of like, oh, I hope they don't fire me, so I better say something. It doesn't matter what.
0: (laughs) Well, well, perhaps. (laughs) Well, listen, this may have been my fault because I'm the one who demanded from the very beginning that you guys uh, would be paid by the word. (laughs) So you make 10 cents a word, you're going to toss in as many words as you possibly can. That may have been a mistake on my part. But uh, I think people have noticed we're trying to work it out. Like, we lost our rhythm a little bit you and me, Autumn. We yeah. lost a little bit of our rhythm and uh you know, I'm I'm too pig-headed to admit that any of it was my fault. So from yeah. my point of view, it's all <laughs> it coming was. from that side. Yeah. So okay. <laughs> <Are> you... <laughs> you guys, good. You guys need Tim to jump in. Uh, no, you see, this is not the way. To me, to me, it seems like in Autumn's mind, she's thinking, "Oh, there's more than one way to tank this show." Yeah. <laughs> I could go, I could go in completely the opposite direction and never respond to anything. Oh, you don't want to hear me speak, i'm
2: Okay. Oh no, 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 that's your thing. That's your <laughs> no. thing. You'd be like, fine.
3: I
0: you know what I mean? I just have right, to I get over you, it. I, I, thought thought I have to
2: process we, it and get over it.
0: Yeah, we'd call for Alfreda Annie, and be like, she's not home.
2: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: She's at yeah, work. She went to work. Yeah. <laughs> she went to work.
2: <laughs> she Hi, changed it's her me, Annie. I don't drink every day. <laughs> She's just normal.
0: <laughs> Autumn Fisher, improv killer. <laughs> hey, I'm not always drunk. What are you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Nancy
2: Pelosi went to a speech therapist. Are you happy?
0: Uh, yes, yeah, she speaks perfectly <laughs> fine now.
2: Hello, it's me, Nancy Pelosi. <laughs>
0: Lindsay, uh, what's her name? Lindsay, Lindsay Lohan. Lohan. She's totally Lindsay clean
3: Lindsay
0: Lohan. Now. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm uh, looking around the news. It's, you can't get away from uh, this big piece of news that the President of the United States uh, has COVID-19. Wish him the best of luck. Because, you know, he's in that zone where you really do have to worry. 80 years old or so. So wish him the best of luck with that. His symptoms apparently are mild. This I don't know about. this. Uh, do you have the audio? Where, you know, can you imagine a reporter had the audacity to ask the spokesperson? I guess it was the doctor was up there first, but the spokesperson, Corrine Jean-Pierre, was there as well. And she butts in. Somebody had the audacity. I wish these reporters would learn about respect. Respect means, as a reporter, you're curious about something, but you don't ask the question. That's your job as a reporter. And that's the, that seems to be the... Uh, the, the mood coming from the spokesperson here, some reporter had the audacity to ask where Joe Biden got it. You know, where, where did he get it from? You know, for us, it's not so much anymore, but for a while there it was contact tracing and you got to call everybody you know and blah, blah, blah. So I think it's natural that a reporter would ask this question and then the spokesperson jumps in and goes, uh, well, I, I don't think that that matters. Go ahead and play.
1: Where was he infected? I, I don't think we know um, I certainly don't know if you, if you have any thoughts I, on I, that. Look, I, I don't think that that matters, right?
0: Okay. Well, <laughs> I don't think that it matters that the spokesperson doesn't think that it matters. Does that make sense? <laughs> I think <laughs> your job is just to answer questions. So uh, the uh, everything matters. He's the he's the president of the United States. When you're the president of the United States, de facto, you are the most powerful uh, human being. On the planet and if you're sick then there's only either answer the question this is where he he contracted it or here's a good one we don't know yet we'll get back to you we're, we're looking at that we're trying to figure that out but the idea that the spokesperson is not there to just admonish the press and say that's not a real question therefore no it's, it's not your, your job is to answer when you want to be in public life The first thing you have to, and this is something Herschel needs to understand. I'm going to answer any and every question that is asked of me. If they're ridiculous, my answer may be a little bit sarcastic. But the thing that I'm going to decide before I run for office or become a spokesperson for somebody who's in office is that, number one, I can handle this. I'm going to answer every question. It's called being a public figure It's different than being in private industry. When you're a public figure, you either personally have your hands on the purse strings of the taxpayer, or you are speaking for the people who do that. And because of that, that makes you a steward of our money. And if you want that position, you don't go for that position, whether it's spokesperson or candidate, until you come to terms with the fact that I am going to answer every question that is asked of me. Because that's like part of the job. If I'm a (laughs) roofer, I don't become a roofer until I answer this question. Are you willing to climb on top of houses and and, and put new roofs on them? Yes. Okay, now I can become a roofer. (laughs) You can't become part of public life unless you first decide yes, I'm going to answer every question that's asked of me. Remind me, Jerry. Were you telling me you have another open mic you want to play? or uh, Yeah, so, I go, yeah? so the, yeah. this open mic wants to uh, let you know that even
4: though you're working from home now, you have at least one fan out there.
0: Well, if I only have one fan, I'm in some real trouble, I think. But uh, let's hear it. Eric Von Hester and the Doctrineers. Hester. Or Doctrineers, as most people say
2: it. L- Eric, just remember, I know you're at home right now. And no matter what the ratings
0: say... <laughs> You have one fan for sure behind you. It's a super fan. Right, The time is 1955. Whoa, military. I'm in Fayetteville, and it's 73 degrees. That ought to make Jared say, yeah! Yeah! (laughs) Mm. Well, we have one fan, so there you go. (laughs) Are people putting together some kind of idea that I went back to my basement because... uh, Things are falling apart on the. Yeah, set there's of the interesting the There are interesting theories going on on our social pages. Theories? Why do people always have theories? It's, it's a very simple one. Suppositions? that they suppositions, Ooh. theories, theorems, what what have you? Uh, <laughs> people just come up with all this stuff. It's very very simple. The simple thing is. They put another mask thing at work. I'm not rebelling against it. I have the ability to do the show from the home. I just personally feel stupid walking around in a mask right now. And you can think whatever you want, and maybe you're on the right side of history, and I'm on the wrong, or whatever. I don't care. It's got nothing to do with rebellion. It's just that... I personally, intrinsically, feel like a fool walking down a hallway at work with my mask on. And here's if, if it wasn't 2022, and if we didn't know after the lockdown period that we could do shows uh, very easily, from, then guess what? I'd be wearing a mask and grumbling under the mask. But I have the ability to not feel stupid. And, you know, really, that's the way that I try to go through life. That's the guiding star for me. the The, uh, the north star for me is just try not to feel stupid. Do the best you... I think it's a pretty good barometer. You, know, you have to be self-aware, right? If you're not very self-aware, then you're not going to know when you should feel stupid. Right? I think I'm, I'm overly in tune with what should make me feel stupid, and uh, my philosophy in life is to try to avoid those things <laughs> that make me feel stupid. I don't know that it's perfect, but I think that it puts me in the right place or close to the right place most of the time. So, uh, but it's always good to have a fan. Don't get me wrong. You we have at least have... one. Well, listen, you start <laughs> with one, and before you know it, you got two. I'm going to tell you something. I'm an aspirational mind. We'll have 2025 before uh, <laughs> ah, too the, many. End, the, the end of the year. Yeah. And that'll, yeah. Then it'll be like, oh, they sold out. Yeah, Like with bands. You know people always do that with bands? Like I was there in the beginning. I liked that band. They were a really great band, and I loved them. And we went to go see them when I was in college. And then they started making money for what they've been working so hard for their whole lives. And yeah, to me, they sold out. I'm not interested in uh, them anymore. I never quite understood that. If you like a band early on, before anybody else knows about the band, am I the only one who's like, no, I want them to be here. Like I want the whole world to love them. I, I want them to... Be huge. I've never understood that whole thing. Oh, they sold out. I feel that way about
1: BTS. You know, they were great at the beginning when they were underground. You like
0: their punk days.
1: Yeah.
2: Their motivation is to continue their fame instead of the art.
0: Yeah, but both the two can go together. Yeah. Right? REM did it. uh, REM, the Stones. But a lot of people, people, you know, I know a lot of people, ah, REM sold out. What do you mean? They busted their humps for their whole lives and then they got paid for what they do? Isn't that what you do for? What do you go to work and tell your boss, you know what? I love doing this. I don't want to raise. It's a bizarre. (laughs) I'm going to stay in the mailroom forever. Yeah, (laughs) I just want to stay. I don't want to move up. I don't want to move up. You know, Roger Goodell, who is the commissioner of the uh, most uh, successful league on planet Earth, the NFL, literally. Literally started in the mailroom. I I think he started as an intern and then worked his way all the way up. And so some people might say, hey, he's done a good job with uh, the uh, most successful league in the world, most successful on his watch than ever before. He's no tallyaboo. The way that I look at it, (laughs) Way I look at, no, he sold out. He is a tagliai. That's the problem. My Roger Goodell is still in that mailroom. Yeah, <laughs> sweating his ass up. I, never, I just don't understand that. Why would you like a band? And in the back of your mind, think I hope they never find wide success. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I want they like, belong to me. Yeah, I guess there's that. Yeah, they're not like they used to be. They care about feeding their children and such. <laughs> a total turnoff to me. A guy who is. Uh, cashing in on the national championship there's a good seg huh kirby smart Ooh. you know who that is autumn this is the big test autumn you know who kirby no. smart is no we've done jokes about him forever do we not do jokes all the time Wine. she should have picked up just on the jokes just that he's football? part of the show football okay and, warm uh what's the big uh what's the big state school in the state of georgia uga Okay, they have a football team. Who's the national champion? Who's the national champions right now? The greatest, toppermost of the poppermost of college football right now. Oh, that would be.
2: Oh, I don't know the Bulldogs. UGA.
0: Okay. UGA. (laughs) Kirby Smart would be their coach.
2: Oh, it's so. I mean, I've heard our jokes about him, but I don't know who he is.
0: You never thought to look at? Hey, we're making a lot of jokes about this guy. I might just Google him.
2: It's none of my business.
0: This is the downside of yes ending. You just get the hell out of it. Yeah, right. It'll just move on. <laughs> so, so uh, a hundred and twelve point five million dollar contract extension, and it's not nearly as. Uh, now that I know that the players are all going to make. Uh, Millions of dollars as well in college. It doesn't seem so out of whack. How many years? It's a uh, the story you sent me. I, I, I'm not a subscriber, so I couldn't get to the meat it, of the it's story. It's a ten
4: year deal, and it's uh, it starts at a base of 10.25 million per year. Okay. But,
0: but it hasn't one plus
1: one is 10.25 million.
0: <laughs> one plus one equals three in our system. In
1: my system, it's 10.5 million a year. <laughs>
0: Now, obviously, the reason that he gets money like that is because if they didn't give it to him, somebody else would have. And so, in that sense, obviously, he deserves it. When it comes to sports, I'm a little wary of 10-year contracts. Because there's plenty of uh, stories of players and coaches who, when they get the big money, when when they get the bag... As the kids say, when they get the bag, they're, they're on top and there's every reason to give them that money. Like when I see this deal, 112.5 million and breaking that down to about $10 million a year, the money is like, oh yeah, obviously if they don't give it to them, somebody else is going to give it to them. But it's that 10 years. I, there's, I've seen plenty of coaches sort of outlive that 10-year kind of contract where at the beginning of it, they're on the bleeding edge of the sport, right? They're the innovator. And then like five or six years later sometimes, I'm not saying this will happen, five or six years later, um, you know, other coaches will have figured something else out. You know, it's always evolving. And then you're left with the guy who's trying to fight the last battles. Hey, sometimes you know what happens is you yeah. get one good year in you, then you get a lot of money, and then you buy a lot of young ladies. I got with you. Then you're done. There you go. Exhibit number one. <laughs> Coach Ogeron. Yeah, you know, I did my best. And we got to do the thing and whatever. We got to do it. But LSU. I got to be a Bayou Bar Bunny. Yeah, do you think – you know, I'm thinking about the fact that you, as the coach of the LSU Tigers that year, you had, some people say, the greatest team in college football history, and then you – because you were the coach, you got a lot of credit for that. But it occurs to me that the guy who was your quarterback and one of your receivers, they went to the NFL and went straight to the Super Bowl and you sucked the next year. But so well, it got nothing to do to really because a lot of time. <laughs> You gonna buy you baby down there? You gonna you get distracted. You know you're thinking about what you are gonna do after the game. Oh, Coach you, O got distracted by by what had never been thrown to him before the championship season, and I understand that you lived your whole life in locker rooms and sleeping in, in you know in um, in offices, hanging in out stadiums. with old bags, you know, yeah. You had your wife who, you know, I don't know who she was, but I'm sure supported you all the way along the way. But as soon as you got that championship ring, you were looking for those Bayou bunnies. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> all right, you know. He knows those bunny X's and O's well over there. Oh, yeah, <laughs> spending the X's. <laughs> so congratulations, Kirby Smart. Uh, yeah, he, he came brought, with he it brought to- a national championship for the first time since... Uh, uh, 19, uh, I say 1980, and this upsets uh, Jared Yamamoto. No, that's correct. You know, people say 1981,
4: because that's right. actually when the game was won, but it was the 1980 season. So you are correct by team. saying... Yes. 1980
0: team. 1980 team, but uh, they got have not been crowned national champions since 1981 and so yeah he deserves it 10 million dollars a year that's kind of the going rate i would think
4: when he went into sec media week i mean he was flexing i mean he was like he was the big dog on campus right now our staff at georgia i have a tremendous staff probably the best staff i've ever had
0: Look at that! Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's being more. They're not going to make as much as I do, but you know, it's still good. Are you going to be spreading some of that money around, Kirby? Uh, Yeah, I'll give some to uh, you know me and a little to
1: the other me, and then you know I'll do what I have to do with the money because the money's great.
0: You got to keep on chopping wood. You know, things are going to change for these coaches because they're going to be coaching sometimes millionaires. This is a new thing. This is a very new thing because that name, image, likeness thing, where you can pay college players now. Um, has kind of morphed into something else, which I knew it was going to very quickly, which is they're just recruiting and paying high school kids to come to your school. And very soon, we'll see the effects of it this year, maybe not all the way. In the next couple of years, just the uh, the college teams that have the richest, the most billionaires amongst their uh, supporters uh, and boosters are going to buy the best high school players in uh in the world and some people don't know yet like uh, that's an 18 year old mind right and some are actually going to be millionaires not all but many of them will be hundred thousand dollar heirs <laughs> at 18 years old and that's going to be a different human being that well, you that have don't to mean coach. That, eric they don't
1: mean that they're not going to have to chop wood because i don't care how right. much money you got if you can't chop a stack of wood
0: <laughs> yeah 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 that's the point I, I think it's easier will they now look people do what they do in the NFL and go on when Tom Brady won all of those he's made plenty of money his time but I don't think there's any doubt that uh, being paid can remove some of the hunger from someone who's very young Uh, especially if uh, if you don't have you know, good, uh, good, reliable, honest adults around you, right? Well, well
4: to your too. point, to your point, there, I could see like if you think you're the star, number one receiver on in, in your on your college team, doesn't matter whether it's UGA or not, and you know the play is that you run a curl route, right, or something. Right. And you're like, no, nah, coach, I'm going to run a post because I'm better than that because I make a hundred thousand yeah. dollars, and you can't tell me well, what to do. You'll get benched if you do that. Wow. Yeah, you
0: will. No, but but and that's the point. The point is, it could lead to some chaos because the 18-year-old 19-year-old mind is not usually ready to handle wealth. No. I can tell you this. <laughs> it it doesn't always end poorly, just almost always ends poorly when but I like that because the idea that, you know, most really great high school football players are not going to make it in the NFL. So their 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 lifespan is 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 short and so the fact that they can actually make money, even if they're not going to make it to the NFL, if you just look at it on paper, I think it's great. If you're really good, why do you go to high school? Because you want to get a good job, right? Why do you go to college? You want to get paid. Ultimately, you want to get paid. You're you're doing these things in life so that you can maximize your skills and end up getting paid for it. So I like the idea that if somebody is a really great high school player, uh, but only turns out to be a decent college player, um, or maybe gets hurt late in their college career, you know, if they the, the very the handful that will actually manage their money well uh, can find themselves in their mid twenties with with a good start, right? Just oh yeah, for sure. In the, in and, you know and you know
4: it's and you know it's going to improve student housing around all these universities too, because oh. a lot of those houses are just dumps around around <laughs> around universities. But now you got you know hundred thousandaires and millionaires all around. They're going to up up the house values. Yeah. They're going to make things better.
0: And you know plenty of them are going to uh, buy fast cars and wreck them and cause scandalous <laughs> moments. That's for sure as well. <laughs> But there's no, there's no getting around it now. It turns out people deserve to get paid for what they do.
3: A rowdy group of misfits that love to
2: have fun.
4: It is hilarious. The jokes, the voices.
2: The Von Hessler Doctrine. 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk.
0: Hey, have you missed any of today's show? Well, I've got good news. You can stream or download the Full Doctrine podcast on WSBRadio.com, the WSB Radio app, or any of your favorite podcast providers yeah, brought yeah. to you by our friends at Findlay Roofing. Uh, I guess we have a name for today's show on the podcast because uh, Tim Andrews put together just a great piece of uh, art. <laughs> and so. You. Uh, Came up earlier. Too lazy to die. Somebody said that, and it sounded like it it was autumn. But I think I was the one who said that it sounded like the the last and the most uh, the final James Bond ever. Too lazy to die, and uh, (laughs) Tim Andrews (laughs) did a great drawing of it. Uh, And maybe it'll get made. Billy Eilish can do the song. It'll be a perfect uh, natural for her to. uh, Uh,
3: uh, Billy,
0: you do have to uh, wake up. Sorry,
3: I'm just.
2: Coming up with some song lyrics for too
3: lazy to
0: die. This <laughs> is the beginning of the movie. We don't. We don't want people to fall asleep. Should be called. Get, I'll get to it later. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the next one. I'll okay. die later. <laughs> yeah, I'll die later. <laughs>
3: it's making
0: me wait. Yeah. <laughs> uh too lazy to die. You know, I, I read a thing where they really don't know what they're gonna do with the James Bond uh franchise. Just end it. Yeah. Uh well I they look the last one I thought was pretty good. But right. uh, I don't spoiler alert. It, it ends with a very endy kind of thing. No, they're gonna have to reboot it. It's like Batman now. they did the Daniel Craig thing did the beginning to the end in the whole story and they gave their whole thing. It's like Batman now, right We're gonna c- continually reset and basically tell the same story in a different way right cool. yep that's basically what's gonna happen but they don't know what they're gonna do next. you know is it gonna be a cisgendered white male? <laughs> is that even possible? Is there any market for that? Hmm. Well I don't think that matters. I don't think whether or not there's a market for it is really going to matter. (laughs) No. I think you're going to have a lot of highfalutin people with some highfalutin ideas. And hopefully, they don't screw it up. Uh, Hour two of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins right now. This headline I'm looking at leads to a question. That may not exactly have to do with the headline, but it still leads to a question. So the headline comes from people. I guess they're not a magazine so much as a, just a thing, an entity. A blog. A blog. <laughs> Something hanging out there in the internet air. <laughs> Something one may come across. It was like the Bible in my home. My mom, well, she loved people. She said uh, the celebrities say that they don't. She says the people is the good one. That's what she used to tell me. The celebrities say people is the good one. <laughs> they don't make up stories. And I said, okay, Mom, but I'm still not interested in reading about you know the people you're reading about. But people is still an entity. We should all be happy about that. The headline, Chelsea Handler opens up about her painful split with Joe Coy and that uh, oh, no. quotation. I have to choose myself, she says. Now, here's my question. I don't understand this. Does Chelsea Handler have a fan base? A large fan base? Because I don't, to me... She's, in the celebrity world, when I turn around, she's just always kind of there. But I've never really known why. Was she ever part of a hit sitcom, or did she, w- What is her hit? She was huge was on E, wild, e was wasn't it? she? had her she, show.
1: Yeah, she had a talk show on E. It was her know, and Chewy, that,
0: right? Yeah, but that didn't last. And then she went to Netflix, and it was a big deal, because she was going to do... Uh, I, was it a nightly show? Mm-hmm. Like, to go against the Colbert's and Kimmel's of the world? And that went nowhere. Now you could blame the platform on that. People weren't ready to do a nightly show on Netflix or whatever. But it just—am I wrong? Her celebrity seems much larger than whatever it is that she contributed to entertainment. I don't. Or am I just completely missing it? Well, is she I, hilarious. Go ahead. Autumn. I don't.
2: I I don't find her hilarious, but I find her kind of personable. Like she wants to make a strain of marijuana that doesn't give you the munchies.
0: Okay, okay. Oh, but that's a but joke, I thought was right? Fun. That's,
2: that's no, general. she That's was serious.
0: Fun. Is that even possible? I don't is she a uh, so. is she a cannibalologist? By the way, that yeah, doesn't mean she really eats people. That. <laughs> that doesn't mean she eats people. If you're a cannibalologist, that just means <laughs> cannabisologist. You know, yeah, yeah. You, uh, you just means you know an awful lot about uh, cannabis. But also, but, her
2: show was. I just looked it up. It was from uh, 2007 to 2014, so it was a long run. Yeah, but
0: I never saw it. I, I this know, was but on you're the not E a Network chick watching E. I know, but how many did? a really. lot a lot of well, people then, watched it then yeah. when she was done with netflix why didn't she go back to you know some kind of uh network show or she's doing cable her own show? thing yeah, All she's right. just thinking on herself. You know how much her she's salary was. She's best friends
2: with Jennifer Aniston. Like, she's just yeah, okay, that's not life. that's
0: not a reason to be famous because you know famous people. <laughs> no, not... I'm
2: saying before, after she's she's famous, right? And then yeah. she's like friends with celebrities, and she's just yeah. doing her thing. By the way,
0: uh, does that really turn anybody on? Oh, I wish I was Jennifer Aniston's friend. Nothing against her, I but wish it's I wish be... yeah, I was. <laughs> yeah, well, not that kind of friend. <laughs> no, 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 not not dirty. talking about I just a shopping. Wanna hang friend. out with her. I want to hang yeah, out. Hang out. Watch TV. Netflix. Shop for shoes. A lot of people are really cool. She just happens to be famous. Why? Okay, would you well, want to be Jennifer Aniston's friend?
2: I want to be friends with other cool people. I just don't know who they are.
0: She paid well, for Let me everything. tell you something. You wouldn't want to be Jennifer Aniston's friend because you can't just drop into the house and hey, let's go down and you know Why? let's just go hang out because it's paparazzi. It's all kinds of crap everywhere you go. It's not really a. And then you'd be in the Enquirer as Jennifer Aniston's friend. <gasps> Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just a best schlub. Friend. Remember that Gail King until she got the big CBS morning slot. She was known for years as Oprah's best friend. Is that mm-hmm. really a good thing? I think she was, was a local reporter. <laughs> I guess it was. But I was like, ah, she kinda hangs around Oprah. That's why she's famous. You're doing a lot of judging. I'm that's what I do. <laughs> especially <laughs> of women. What do, you, what do you what do you what do you what do you that's what I do? What, what am I supposed to do? Especially
4: Women. Hey, you know oh, what? You can judge her no
0: all sense. you want, Eric. She made ten million dollars. Hold, okay. hold on, what? I, uh, hold on, what? Uh, what what on. gender? What gender is Jared Yamamoto? Hey, I am a male. male. Okay, you identify as male. First twenty minutes of the show was uh, going after him for being a functioning alcoholic, and, and he's a guy. He's That's a guy. no excuse. Mm-hmm. It's it is not an excuse. It's the truth. Of course, it's no excuse because it's not an excuse. Well, now, then Jared Yawamoto, who does agree with his junk, is cisgendered. Is going to now <laughs> tell me that it doesn't matter if I'm critical of Chelsea Handler, which I don't think I'm being right here. She's a millionaire, so who gives a damn? Yeah, right? she's
4: worth thirty-five million dollars, and during Why? that Netflix show, she made ten million dollars a year. Yeah, but
0: they didn't. <laughs> Right. That's my point. They, didn't, make they didn't. They gave her that money thinking they were going to have a hit, and then it went away, and so they were stuck with that bill. So good on her. That's what I want. I want that one crazy no. billionaire to come along. and Go. I'm going to put Von Hessler on the moon or whatever. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. He just he starts with, look, I want you on my team, and here's thirty five million dollars. And if the whole thing falls apart two years later, you know, you uh, know, I would care, but I'd look at my bank account and there be thirty-five million dollars there. I go okay. You, you probably got to do more, some more
2: schmoozing. Yes. than Yes. Then yeah,
0: do. I don't know who's do the other Because you do a lot one? of
2: like after the show, I do
3: nothing. I talk to oh, no. Oh, You
0: really think Megan Kelly? <laughs> Megan Kelly got called names by a presidential candidate, and then NBC said we love you and gave her sixty-five million dollars. None of it reasonable. panned out. I would love to be in that situation. What I would love more is to get the opportunity and turn you're it into the jerk. greatest show of all time. But if you if you get the opportunity and you're just left, it's not difficult to be told your show's been canceled if you still have thirty five million dollars for doing the show. That's <laughs> my... right,
2: or a contract that continues to pay you even though it's canceled.
0: Yeah, who's the baseball player that uh, you guys are Bobby Bonilla? Yeah,
4: he still so, gets paid by the Mets every year. I think he'll get paid till twenty thirty five. I believe. And
0: how long has it been since he was heading an at bat? Oh, it's been at least fifteen years. years. Yeah, fifteen. Fifteen years. Whoa. So how much did he? How much did he make this year? Uh, I think it's it like a million. Now he gets a million a little plus a year. Yeah, <laughs> and that's because a contract that was written a long time ago. Yeah, the Mets are dumb.
4: So this is they signed him <laughs> to a terrible deal. <laughs> His last at-bat was October
0: 7th, 2001. Oh, my gosh. So he made a million dollars this year already. For he already it. did. He gets
4: paid. I think it's like June 15th or something like that. Every year he gets paid. Awesome. That, that See, that's now. what
0: I and What I would really like is the opportunity and then to turn that into just a giant, fantastic, wonderful national show that uh, people loved. That would be the ultimate goal. That's what I would work for. But if we just gave it a shot and some billionaire got behind me, put $35 million in my bank account, you know what? I'd give it the best, but uh, it's not so bad. Eric, it's not I think so bad I to, think to be you're... in the mega. Kelly Chelsea Handler seat
4: I think you're making Autumn's point for her though if you were to schmooze with a couple of celebrities that are rich like a Jennifer Aniston or something like that that have that kind of money that would be the ones to back you then you might be more likely to get somebody to invest in you like that so yeah. you do need to schmooze that is true but I, so mean, I, I think Autumn's think,
0: right Autumn's yeah you've
2: got Kevin Kenny. what's he doing for you <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I gotta drop him hey. and put in Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> I'll give yeah, you billions.
2: I'll give you billions of dollars if you let me sleep with Jared
0: one night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is becoming a Michael Douglas movie. All yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What, what do you think? A million dollars a piece? I don't think a million. I don't know. And because the thing is, and it's not the sex thing. It's uh, it's the uh, the awkwardness the next day. Yeah, you know, and around the show. And so the number. Million dollars, I take it would be for each of us. If in this, well, uh, if,
4: if I'm having sex with somebody, I better get paid the most that I've ever paid. We all, Wait, get you gotta a get, like, all, get you credit. gotta
0: get a million and one dollars just yeah. you know, to get. For your I ego? get at least,
4: I get at least like three million if I'm having to have sex with somebody that I don't want to have sex with.
2: What? Wow, well, three million first of is your all, price? Yeah. What are you like the? full of diamonds or something excuse me
4: <laughs> these uh yamamoto jeans are very on, valuable, 5K,
2: oh,
3: valuable. I, I don't know if you know 5, anything I about
0: biology 10, but those jeans cannot be passed on through me There's <laughs> right, that possibility. i'll do 10 yeah. <laughs> i'm not proud
3: 10
2: As volume, i feel like i'm worth more so i'm oh! gonna say 20
0: are you guys talking to millions or just worth you no. guys are available Thousands. for 10 or 20 bucks <laughs> no not 10 or 20 bucks <laughs> oh, it's okay. not 10 years ago
3: yeah, we're not. On
1: yeah, you've under- grown up, mature.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm worth it now. You, you've got class now. <laughs> are we gonna Sorry, do free it, audio? Asso- are we gonna do free audio association? I'd say we, we, we open know. it up. Who cares? There's no enough We have to time. open it up. Do we yeah. have to do the sounder. All right, go ahead. Let's do it.
3: Shut up. Shut up. Shut up, Shut up. Free audio association.
0: I guess we have because it's Friday. We probably have a lot of audio open mics. News, audio, things like that. Am I in the right uh, area, Jerry no. Donahota? are in the neighborhood. That's, by the way, that's the way I talk when I'm making love as well. Am I in the right area? Is this, uh, <laughs> does this please you? Does this feel good? <laughs> does this feel good?
2: <laughs> Whoever you're I, talking that, that way to has like a clipboard and puts the paper yeah. around the back. And like, well,
0: it is my aim that you should have a sensational time this evening. Please let me know how I'm doing. <laughs>
2: I am feeling the thing you were aiming for. <laughs> it hurts, future. but I like it.
0: The future of sex. <laughs> right. What audio do you have? Oh, man.
4: Well, you know, we complain about what's, you know, the lifestyle in Atlanta. You know, sometimes we talk about the homeless population or the unhoused Is that the po-
0: lifestyle in Atlanta? The homeless <laughs>
4: population? No, oh, no, not necessarily. But we've noticed that coming into work, there's been a lot of uh, unhoused individuals. In some
0: Unhoused? Place. You know what? They just lost their homes.
4: Unhoused individuals. Oh. But hey, you know what? At least we're not in Portland, guys. Listen to this. Oh. How do we go about the discussion of pronouns? Oh, excuse me. For, for one. years, oh, that's the wrong one. Well, we have been got- watching the
2: city's homeless crisis spread. Spread across parts of southeast Portland now it's right outside their front door I want to cry I just want my house back Christina Hartnett lives on 80th and Powell where a majority of the campers stay my lawn is now becoming a public bathroom she fears leaving her house just to go to work and it is scary when you have grown men meth raging in your driveway the last thing I feel safe doing is going out and saying, hey, can I? Can you please move so I can go to work?
0: <laughs> is Portland even a part of the United States of America anymore? <laughs> I, really? <laughs> well, I tell you, man, these progressive policies, it just seems like they always work. Our, ch- our pens just being made cheaper these days or is my wife just buying terrible pens it seems to me that pens just your average pen not the not the kind of pen that you spend hundreds of dollars for but just your yeah. average you know george stein had a pen was well, $500 that he spent dollars there 750 long. as i recall yeah, and long. He, he left it at a restaurant or something <laughs> Better than a tip so I'll, I'll leave you a good pen. But just your average oh, no. <laughs> your. My, my, my just,
1: pen wanted to deviate with my hand.
0: Georgia. So, not the $750 pen, but just your average pen. It just seems to me one out of every three just doesn't work when I use it.
1: You never just, listen to me. I've been telling you for years get yourself the pilot pen. The mm. pilot yeah, but pen. Then
0: I will lose it. It's like a good pair of. Well, no, 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 they're not expensive. It's not a good
2: pen. It's no, just but a, yeah.
0: it's a better pen. But those, it's not a good pen. It's a better pen. Okay, mm-hmm. I understand that. I get that. But am I right about this? Just the average. Well, so you got a of, Bic uh, there, like Bic. a cheap. Yeah, don't. Yeah,
1: go oh,
2: come like, on. They they should make stick to razors, Bic.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: It's just, sometimes my wife will buy a bunch of pens, and she'll she'll put them in a, a holder in the middle of the table, and I'll need to do something. And sometimes I'll, I'll go three, four. They're new pens, trying to make them. They just don't work. I don't know. Something needs to go on. You know what? You got a lot of these uh, Channel 2, the, uh, the action team, the investigators. Inside Big Pen. I spend good money for these pens, and they quite often don't work. Hey, you know the... Uh, Uh, You were in the middle of Free Audio Association, but during the break, my producer, Jerry Yamamoto, told me about the, I don't know that we have very good audio to be going to. Not not the stuff that I'm interested in. You know, there's pronoun stuff, not interested. Uh, You know, poverty, eh, not in the mood. Uh, So I, I think that I will go past that, unless you have a good open mic or something like that. We could get to. I don't know if we have a good open mic. Do we? Yeah, it's it's a pretty. Well, that says no. The the yeah, we might have. Well, this open
4: open micer, you know, we played the one that was critical of autumn. This open micer is a little critical of you in a. uh... Well, that
0: won't be allowed.
4: (laughs) (laughs) So he's Uh, he's a little critical of your interview technique. So it's up to you if you're my
0: interview. Hold on, is uh, my interview technique your interviewing technique? My interviewing Jared. technique. Who do I interview? We don't really have people on that He's I We're talking
1: about uh, George Stein and <laughs> yeah, Wes Moss.
0: Okay, these are guests on the show. Well, I guess th- these are these are um, what I call uh, doctrinaires at large. Yeah. They're part of the show, but go ahead. Man, Von Hessler has this interview technique down pat. Get George Stein and Wes Moss on, ask the questions, and he answers it for them. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I have to say that that That's was true. not true with Wes Moss. Must Moss had plenty of time to speak on the last one. I've been working the, on this. You
2: did. He did. Eventually, in the very beginning, though, you were really quick to well, not. You know,
0: this—it's you know. a show. It goes back and forth. This is, I don't yeah. hand it over to. I—I I, I will. I defy anybody. Go back. To two days ago, whatever it was, I believe Wes Moss had plenty of runway to get his ideas across. Eventually. So, uh-huh. I'm not very I mean, eventually. It cool. started out, he was pissed off that we were talking about the Beatles. I'm sorry, Wes, he it's my show. He was pissed off. Yeah, so he came in with a little bit of a, a mood, oh, and I love I Wes. Think. I love Wes, but uh, if you're going to be on this show, Eric's going to say what he says, and you don't give a damn. You just you just pick it up and you keep moving. And so it, he was maybe a little annoyed with that, which is okay. People get annoyed by things, but uh, I, I come, I'm not. It's not my job to bring people on and then just give them the show for 30 minutes. Now it can go too far, and I think I've been working on it. So I reject that <laughs> out of hand. <laughs> I reject that. I, mean, I know that one time we did, I, I, I brought, Bill Crane drove in one time to be on the show, and I asked one question, and for the next 25 minutes, I answered the question for him. But
2: it was <laughs> nice to see him. And then nice talked about, him. yeah, talked about the Beatles with him for a minute. Yeah, like absolutely. Minutes. Absolutely.
1: We don't know <laughs> what Stacey Abrams thinks about the Beatles. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> and anyway, somebody uh, that says, uh, it's okay that I'm... Uh, I'm for twinks and against bears. How do we get there? I don't even remember how we got oh, there. Oh, because you,
2: cause we're talking about hair on women. Oh, because I don't like hair to make on the women. Argument that not only do you not prefer hair on women, you kind of prefer no hair on yourself.
0: No, 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 hold on. <laughs> what I was bringing up was in the 70s, there was a look with chest hair. I didn't say I was against chest hair, I said I was against leading with it. The, the whole open shirt, chest hair everywhere. Thing, but uh, hey, let the people be heard. What does the guy have to say? I think he's. Yeah, I'll give Eric a
5: break, man. If the man wants to like twinks instead of uh, bears, whatever.
3: You know, whatever. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> whatever.
0: <laughs> live and let he supports live. Supports you. <laughs> hey, this year's marathon begins next Thursday and runs through next Friday. But you don't have to wait until then to uh, get some get your hands on some sweet deals. And also benefit the patients at the Athlac Cancer and Blood Disorders Center, Children's Healthcare. If you would like an exclusive look at the events that will be offered during this year's WSB Carathon, go to wsbradio.com/forward/slash/carathon to claim your spot at one of this year's exciting events. Uh, we are going to be broadcasting. Uh, these are the things you can buy into uh, and and support Choa. Join me and the Doctrinaires at a live broadcast from Legends Distillery. You can uh, attend a Braves game with Clark Howard and myself. There's the big pub crawl with English Nick and Jared. <laughs> so go to wsbradio.com forward slash Carathon. Let's raise some money for a great cause. Hey, it's time to do this. He's a misanthrope. He has a dark heart. And he needs a good psychiatrist.
3: New York. New- It's Greg Russ
0: with stories from Studio B1. I'm beginning to believe this Greg Russ is a sandbagger. Is that the right word? I don't want to say liar. I don't want to say liar, Greg. I don't want to call you a liar because that's rough. That's harsh. Well, just what is it? What do you got on your mind? Well, you, every time I ever broke, you love New York City. We all love different cities. You love New York City. When you were a kid, you wanted to live there. Somewhere, I can't remember what, whether it was 2006, six, seven, whatever, you said, to hell with it. I'm going to go live in New York City. And all of your friends said, he'll be back. And you never were. You went to the city that you always wanted to live in, and that's That's a wonderful. great
5: motivator, by the way, people expecting you to come back. I'll spite yeah. you, despite how <laughs> awful my life is. I'll never come back.
0: Well, after you first went, I do recall that when we were at the – when the Funky Bunch was at the other station that you had previously worked for, he didn't even want to come visit me because he thought people would think that it didn't work out in New York City. I'm and like, I come to, go the to the station. That. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. People aren't going to believe, what are you, trying to get a job? So anyway, you yeah, you're very um, – Maybe the fact that people expected you to get, come back is the reason you stayed. But every time I broached the idea, hey, Greg, I'm hearing that that city is getting a lot more violent and unpleasant. You just cut me off. Like, shut up. You are just – he's like, you know, you're a Putin stooge. You're like talking <laughs> from Putin's talking
5: points. That's but, what I text Tim Andrews. I don't say that to your face, but behind your back. Yes, those, are the, conversations. I, those are the exact I, words and insults. I, Putin stooge. I, I,
0: I, I, I do fall for, I I do fall for, I follow sometimes uh, like podcasts, a lot of them emanate from the city of New York, and it just seems to be overwhelming from people in New York that the city has taken a wrong turn. Well, they don't belong here. Are you going to shut me down again?
5: They don't belong here. Who are these people? Oh, it's so awful here. I got to get it. They're playing it up.
0: I heard also they're
5: cowards. I heard
0: they did you know I heard, did, I heard to. the mayor does nothing but show up for ribbon cuttings. Uh, the, I hear that the actual uh, to your senses, the, the 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 there's a lot of reek. Like it doesn't smell very good as a city. It's never
5: smelled good. What are you talking about? That's yeah, not a never new smelled thing.
1: good. Used to smell like a pizza. Now it doesn't smell
0: like a pizza. Things you got to pile up
5: the trash on this on the sidewalk because there's no alley. <laughs> so they just it just goes <laughs> out there. Look. To give Subway stabbings,
0: you know, people being stabbed. You don't think it's any worse than it's been? What have you been there now? A decade, a little more over like 12 15. years or something.
5: Almost 15, 15, 15 years.
0: years. Wow. So you don't think that it's gotten any worse?
5: No, I don't feel like it's gotten okay. any worse. You're talking about stabbings on the train. Sure, that's always existed. And it turns into a copycat thing where one person gets slashed in the face for no reason. And then for some reason, there's just... Um, a bunch Isn't of that people.
0: interesting that the thing that the story that horrifies most of us somebody goes somebody else gets inspired by it. Hey, I'll do that.
5: I'm gonna do it. Yeah, the and then it dies thing. down <laughs> Then it dies yeah. down and then you yeah. know, then people get pushed down the stairs or onto the train tracks
0: Getting and that fights at I think the, the lowest level of hell must be not only the uh, murderer But the murderer that has no creativity. Yeah, I just copied it from somebody else. <laughs> it's gotta be like a lower level of hell well, take pride did.
5: in your work, right? And no well, matter what you do, take pride in it.
0: I think that's what we're saying, and I think you should take pride in giving us some stories from Studio B1 because that's the name of this segment.
5: Well, this is a tough one. This this uh, there's trauma involved in this one, Eric.
0: Okay,
3: I'm and ready. It's a
5: daughter. A daughter was traumatized. Yes. After after she found a cigarette in her Burger King fries, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> he smoked Seneca menthol cigarette in like her Burger boy. King fries, traumatized, probably not the same little girl we all once knew, probably ramping up for a big lawsuit to get a lot of money, because mentally, she's damaged for the rest of her life, because there was a oh. cigarette in her fries.
0: Now, here's the thing, I'm, I'm looking at the story here, I'm looking at the New York Post, there's... Uh so, they have a, a graphic that has the, uh, the. What kind of cigarette you say it was? I don't think I've ever heard of that. Yeah, before. it's a cheap it's one.
5: Seneca, Seneca menthol, yes. Very but
0: cheap. But I've heard of cheap. Like, I've heard of Milwaukee's Best. I've heard of cheap things. I've never heard of Seneca. He, those, no are than,
1: those are cheaper than Doral's. American Spirit are premium cigarettes. Jeff. Yeah. So, Paul Mall. Uh, you know Paul
5: Mall? Yeah, he I know. He's yeah. a nice guy. And Seneca's lower than that.
0: You know, Paul Mall, they were actually popular when, you know, I remember my parents and stuff, that Paul Malls would be around from time to, or we were poor, so maybe they were just cheap cigarettes then. But you, a lot of people don't know what that, that's a saying, Paul Mall, you know? What's it mean? I think it, I think it means just like people, things are out of control. That's Pell-Mell. Like, is it? Mm-hmm. Who's Paul Mall? Paul Mall's is the name of the cigarette. Yeah, I know, but it must come from <laughs> <laughs> that was a circular argument, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We were just trying to to, uh, well, you to demonstrate Pel, a, a Pel, circular argument. Pell but... mell is what you you meant. Okay, yeah, so it's I got that wrong. Street. But what is? It's a well-known
5: is. street in the St. James area of London.
0: Okay. Well, there you go. So uh, I'm looking at this graphic. Shows the shows uh, these chicken fries. It looks like not real French fries. Chicken fries. And the cigarette is, uh, is in there between the two chicken fries. But then on the graphic, uh, you've got mom and daughter, and they both look like wannabe YouTube influencers. Um, daughter's doing the duck lips. Um, mom is uh, really clinging to youth with uh, Botox and makeup. And am I wrong for suddenly going ah? No. Did they put that cigarette there? I not wrong did... at all. Just it's a question. I'm not. You're allowed to ask it. questions. I'm just asking questions. I'm not alleging it. These two look like people who are seeking fame if I was to just judge by this one little photo of mother and daughter together. Whenever mother and daughter get together and they're both trying to look sexy, I think that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's weird. Mom's all dolled up and the, what and you the think daughter's of them going got out the duck together. lips going. What?
5: I think, I think of them going out together when I see this and picking yeah. up dudes. Let's go to the bar and they have a yeah. an operation. I'll go up. I'll break the ice, you come in, you take the front. It's gross.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're creepy. And if they, if, they're, if, they, if, they, if they plan things out like that, then maybe they would plan on a way. Because they look like people who want clicks. They just got that look. Some people are like, I want clicks. Well, it's very filtered, whatever this picture is. Yeah, yeah. So there's that. I, just, I think that's the, more for the, mom's benefit than the daughter's. But The uh,
5: traumatized. Here's the way it would go down if I had it. I'd be, that's disgusting. That's gross. Mm-hmm. And that'd be yeah. the end of it. Traumatized. Yeah. It's
2: disgusting. She was and, traumatized. Explain, <laughs> yeah, money. Ill. Give me
5: the money. life I was planning. I can no longer right? live. Yeah. <laughs> that is out the window now. Because yeah.
2: Because I found and, and a cigarette in my chest. I had fries. to stop working. I was so traumatized. Now I'm on disability.
0: Yeah. So now what are they? They're, yeah. They're definitely gonna sue for like who knows what—thirty million dollars or something. They won't
5: pay when, it, right? I, because, I, like you said, you can't prove where it came from. They could have added it.
0: Well, I don't know. Can we well, do forensics? Well, don't think
2: there's cameras inside the restaurant. Wouldn't they sort of check those and make sure?
1: Don't yeah, give her go-away th- money, and then it'll be the end yeah. of that. <laughs>
0: I think it really comes <laughs> down away. to this. Yeah, well, it comes down to this. If there's a guy in the kitchen... Or a gal in the kitchen who smokes Senecas, then yeah. okay, I think we got uh, we got something here, and it'll be a slam dunk at that point. I'd
4: uh, be pretty what? upset if I, you know, bit into my favorite sandwich or the the King and I had like a glove or something like that. So I can understand, yeah. you know, why
0: the, the, the outrage. Yeah, look, nobody would be happy with this. <laughs> We're not what? saying you would what? see the cigarette in there and go, oh, it's, it's my lucky day. You I know what? Well, my chicken fries.
2: Hardy's se- putting
5: a glove on the sandwich these days. That's part of it. Yeah. <laughs> the
2: second you bite into that, that glove, before you know it's a glove, you better hope it's a glove. Oh, yeah, you know what
0: I mean? yeah. yeah. and you better, and then you better hope that glove yeah. has Please not seen certain places.
1: Yeah, no
3: glove, exactly. no love.
0: Then <laughs> yeah. you find out the guy who just sat down in front of you is a proctologist. Oh, no, it's uh, oh, no. not the glove I want in my favorite uh, chicken sandwich. The It's is delicious, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you'll. I, I was eating at uh, kind of a popular national chain, this was. Well, probably 30 years ago, and when when I got to the end of the meal, uh, I realized that there was a struggling, not going to make it fly in the uh, in the kale, the the, the little uh, the not what do you call it garnish? Right? Yeah, garnish. It was, and you know what? I, I didn't even let the person know. I figured I've already eaten this whole meal. <laughs> There's really no. I think I did let them know, thinking maybe I'll get it for free. <laughs> That's what I thought. That, to me, I thought, you know what? I deserve to at least not have to pay for this when I find that there was a, a, a fly clinging to, it, to its life in the garnish the whole time. What was the response?
1: So, what do you want me
5: I, to do? I, I,
0: I feel like maybe I got it knocked off the menu, but I remember walking away thinking, shouldn't I have gotten everything? Like, shouldn't that, shouldn't Jane's have been free too? Like, yeah, if a really good restaurant it. would have said, you know what? Not only is that on us, but we're gonna have uh, we're gonna bring you some free dessert without any insects whatsoever uh, involved. And uh, listen, and then come on back next week; it'll be a discount for you. But instead, they were like, "Yeah, okay, you had a dying fly. What we'll if- take that off your check." <laughs>
5: What if it was one of these restaurants that served grasshoppers, so you had a fly in your food, oh. and then they gave you a free order of
0: grasshoppers? <laughs> yeah, you bring up something. I've been noticing that in the news aggregators. as a, They're trying to convince us that uh, insects are the food of the future. And much I mean, better for us. Than, that's the uh, World
1: Economic Forum, Eric. They're trying to get you to eat bugs.
0: People yeah.
2: around the world eat bugs. We're we're one of the few that don't.
0: Yeah, because we, we don't like, have to. What what, what 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 country would you like to live in where they eat bugs?
4: Wherever it doesn't matter. It for it's a them. Pot- it's- a popular snack
0: in Africa and Asia, so you know. Well, that's
4: great, but it's because they don't
0: have popsicles necessarily. They do <laughs> yes, They do. I mean, they have that okay, stuff too. Okay, but, but I, did, I didn't mean it that way. What I meant was there may Broke not be sickles. gourmet restaurants around. I mean, you. Oh, yes, it may much. be popular because it's relative to the other things that you're eating. That maybe that would be best, but uh, this is different. This is the idea. Now, first of all. I think people aren't thinking about the worldwide slaughter that would happen to the insects if we all decided to basically how many in, how many insects how many grasshoppers does it take to replace the amount of meat you get out of one cow? I mean the slaughter, the amount of <laughs> insects that you would have to have to create one hamburger because that's what they're talking about. They're talking about you know in this beyond belief meat or impossible meat kind of stuff. The next source of meat would be insects but man you got it takes a lot of uh dead insects to to uh
5: well, there's to a lot of one insects how you ever kick up in an ant pile there's a lot of ants mm,
0: snack but are they going to start insect farms where you just they have already have these them, things yeah. flying around yep but you need a lot of them though <laughs> i mean one if cow you see, it's
2: too it's a like- lot of meat Crickets contain two to three times more complete protein than a beef steak on the same weight basis.
0: All right, you eat it. Yeah, have fun. <laughs> you know, there's another part about uh, hamburgers. They taste good.
2: On Esther Doctrine. Love it. Listen to it every day. The best show on the radio.
0: Weekdays, 9 till noon on 95.5 WSB. As a good host... My first instinct here is to ask Greg Russ if he has another story from Studio B1. But well, we don't have a whole lot of time here. Oh, Autumn's eating. What are you eating? Crickets? You having lunch? Yeah. Autumn over there?
2: Oh, thank you, Greg. I think
0: Autumn. I thought I think you're a romantic. <laughs> I think you. I think Aww, you're taken. Thanks. I think you're taken by uh, sort of romantic notions. And when you read, you know everybody else is eating bugs, and and then you, sometimes people will walk. A lot of people read that and go, "Well, I'm glad I don't live there." But then there's certain people who are like, "They must be more enlightened than us." Oh no, 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 bugs, no, no, no. and Come we're on. not. And I know that's that you're going I, around. First of all,
2: I don't read anything. Oh, that's true. Because I don't read.
0: Because you're illiterate. Okay. I, well, but you can hear things.
2: I it's I don't I don't hear something <laughs> like that and think. Oh, they're better than us. I just think, oh, they grew up differently than me. And if I was in that same place, I would also eat bugs and think nobody. And
5: why not she, live off the land? You know, she lives and, off yeah, the land. And, she forages. Yeah, she's a
0: for. She's right now. She goes into her neighbor's backyards and you know forages for food. Which is- I'm
2: basically weeding their grass for them. Like, sure, yeah, I'll take it, all of this dollar that, That's more and...
5: commentary on the state of radio. <laughs>
0: if I, I think so. That's. But I hear them. that my, the co-host of this show, for heaven's sakes, is foraging food out of her neighbor's homes. I think to myself, well, is the medium dead? No, we are here to keep it alive. And you know how you keep it alive? Can you stick around, Greg, or you got to go? I'll stick around. We keep it a- alive by making it... Uh, Uh, a good idea to tune in because you might win something. That's how that works. Win two tickets to the Doobie Brothers 50th anniversary tour at the Fox Theater on October 11th. Michael McDonald will be there (laughs) and the rest. Be caller number 10 to 404 872 0750. Tickets went on sale at 10 a.m. this morning at (laughs) foxtheater.org Hour 3 last hour of the week of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins right now. Congratulations. I don't know how to pronounce the name, so why don't you congratulate... It's
4: uh, a Chris Spawn of Tecula. Tecula, He said he won two tickets the Doobie Brothers 50th Anniversary Tour at the Fox Theater on October 11th. And if you didn't win, tickets yes. are on sale right now at foxtheater.org.
0: Wonderful. <laughs> Enjoy the show. Uh, Greg Russ... You are still there, I take it? I am still here. <laughs> you are a man of your word. You told us before the break you would be there, and I, I, I'm wrong to question you. Of course you were there, because you are a man of your word. And Always. I do want to get a couple more stories from Studio B1. Uh, this is I don't know if this is in your bin or not. I know that you're a big Bruce Springsteen fan. Are you planning on seeing Bruce Springsteen on his next uh, big, uh, big old worldwide or whatever national concert tour there?
5: How much are the tickets? I think that's the question.
0: Well, that's, this is uh, a Yahoo Finance story. Bruce Springsteen <laughs> <Uh-oh>. fans, <laughs> yeah, experience fine. <Bad> <laughs> you think it's not going to be good news if it's in Yahoo? If Bruce Springsteen <laughs> if lands are in a d-
2: finance story, it
0: yeah. <laughs> a Yahoo Finance story. Oh, wait, the Bruce... man who
5: sings for the working. Well, let's get to it. Let's yeah.
0: hear. Bruce Springsteen fans experience sticker shock over 2023 U.S. tour tickets. Costs. By the way, I looked. He is coming to Atlanta, I think, in February. Uh, so, so it turns out there's this thing called dynamic pricing. Are you familiar with this? I think that the reason they went to Ticketmaster dynamic pricing was a way for the artist and Ticketmaster to get that scalping money, right? Yes. Because the idea was, well, uh, if somebody is willing to spend this much money for the ticket, either we're going to get it or somebody's going to buy it at face value and sell it for that money, in which case some go-between person is going to get that money rather than the artist or ticket master. And, but people are noticing that things just get ridiculous very quickly. The price, according to the story, of some floor seats rose to more than $4,000. What? Wow. Okay. And he's playing two, arenas, right? Uh, yeah I, Well, I don't – where's he? Somebody look into where he's coming I'm here. Pretty I'm pretty sure it's sure. State Farm, but I'll double he's check. He's playing big yeah.
1: arenas. You know, little Steven's wife was on Twitter this week tweeting, please stop complaining about ticket prices to <laughs> me. I have nothing to do
0: with it. Aww. Well, they're complaining too my guess is the the boss is uh, a maybe a little like me. I don't see him as being on Twitter. Is he a guy who's on Twitter? His wife uh, is. He's not. Banging away. His wife is, they're... but he's not. So uh And
4: to answer your question, Eric, yes, it's at State Farm on February third.
0: Yeah, so now in the dynamic pricing, that means it's not always four thousand dollars, but if the demand is is enough, then it becomes four thousand dollars at that moment. But there are some people who believe that uh that they're rigging the system. that the, the ticketmaster can, you know, push a few things, make it seem a certain way, and mm-hmm. kick that dynamic pricing into uh it's highest level. It's happening with the Styles. And an I wouldn't put it past and, them. What? It's
5: like the new digital uh, slot machines at casinos. I don't trust those either. <laughs>
0: okay. Why would you trust
5: a fully digital slot machine? But well, you're saying that this is rigged, yeah. and I wouldn't put past Ticketmaster is what I'm saying. The algorithm runs. The algorithm says my job is to make as much money as possible, and it finds the ways to do that.
0: Yeah. The base price, by the way, is 60 to $399. <laughs> now, I think some of this is on people. Um, I think a $60 ticket that's that to in my mind that should be a really good ticket but I know that $60 is nosebleeds right which is a weird thing because you go to these shows you get nosebleeds tickets you're in the same building as Bruce Springsteen but you're still essentially watching the show on television right from so the big the screens point? right yeah it's. With, I mean with you're getting the live sound synched. right what's that
5: it's not that's even synced though you get the live sound but it's not even synced with the, right. the visual because you're so far back
0: well I don't know. I think that they have technology that takes care of that. I don't think it's. Dick I saw Marino. Paul McCartney
5: at the back of Yankee Stadium once, and really? he was onto the next song by the time
0: the lyrics from the previous song. Ah, wow! <laughs> I, I think he. I don't even think he was there. They were just showing a recording of him. <laughs> you
2: wouldn't know.
0: <laughs> so I just think so a lot of this comes down to people. You know, if there if there are people who are willing to spend four thousand dollars to see. Bruce Springsteen, then that's the problem is lies in that. There's, well, that's I, I love music, probably. but there is not possible. It is not possible to be that good. It's not possible to be that good live that it's worth four thousand dollars. And I take it you're not alone, so you're with somebody else. That's eight thousand. You to spend that much money. Well, let's get some dinner. <laughs> you can <laughs> I mean, set I mean, the price. It, yeah. it, it,
5: I'm not saying don't make money. Springsteen can set the price, and sure, he should make his money, but in my mind, and I know that if I were rich and famous, maybe it'd be different, but right now, if I had a long career and people wanted to see me, near the end of my career, maybe I'd think, hey, some people maybe have never had a chance to see me. I've been singing for the working man my whole life. Let's make this affordable for people so they can come in, even the Broadway thing. Once a week, if you made it affordable, once a week, so people could come see you instead of you know the thousand dollar tickets when he was playing Broadway every night.
0: Get a big sponsor is- to
1: pay for everything. I mean, that's yeah, what well, you could do.
0: Well, there's that, and there's also that. Springsteen has made his brand based on the working man and woman.
2: Thank you. Who's not alive into the
0: show? Yeah, you can't, so you can't make it in that Broadway but show. Can I- but yes, yeah, go. Gonna-
2: Well, I was going to say that I think just like um, first class airline tickets can be so expensive, it's like who's paying for that? It's businesses, (laughs) and they write that off. So I think. Not as much anymore, though.
5: Businesses are. You're right, ultimately, but businesses are cracking down on that. It's like strict rules no first class.
2: (laughs) Well, okay, without the first class thing, but then this concert, I think that a business could right off the expense of a $4,000 front row seat at uh, Bruce Springsteen to give to clients, to like schmooze with them.
0: Yeah, but as, as Springsteen would know, as anybody knows, those are the worst people to have near the
3: Absolutely. stage.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> They're just talking <laughs> the, to each other.
0: Oh, my God. The people who are there Ugh. just to be seen, you want the people in the $60 seats in the front row. Those yes. are the people that you that are going to charge up the band. They're the ones who want to be there. It's I, I, I enjoy uh, live shows just less and less. Some of that's because I just get older, and it's just more of a pain in the ass to get there and get back and get around and all that kind of stuff. But a lot of it is is because of that... Um, You know that people are half interested, and I never quite understood that. Are people millionaires? I think to myself, you could pay money for this ticket and talk all the way through this show. (laughs) You see it. (laughs) You see it. I was. I've been watching a lot of uh, the uh, smartphone uh, recordings of the Roger Waters tour, and whatever you think about Roger Waters or whatever you think about the message, the uh, the audio visual thing that's going on in this tour is. Out of this world, just out of the opening. I'm going to go see the show just for the opening. Absolutely out of the, the biggest screen I've ever seen in my life. And it is, it's the kind of thing that when you're watching it on a crappy phone in your living room, you're enthralled, right? I'm thinking, what is it like to be there during this? Unbelievable. But because it's from, you know, uh, just somebody in maybe the eighth row or something, uh, you realize that the smart people are just chatting away <laughs> <laughs> for this whole thing. I'm thinking, what does it take to get your attention? I mean, this is unbelievable. What is being laid out as an audio visual experience? Twenty seconds for songs. you. We
4: talked about this earlier yeah. this week. You have to transition quickly to the next song. That's the new thing. Keep keep on moving, Roger. Waters. 20-second kind of,
0: songs, yeah. Roger Waters. So just a just
2: medley kind of a tour, a medley. just a medley of the of uh, the Wall. <laughs> you know, I'll
0: tell you this. If you guys have never ten minute show, yep. if you've not looked at what he is doing uh, this tour, it's worth just dialing up on YouTube just to see what it looks like. But it is stunning, and I can't imagine that people just chat through it. Like like, especially the beginning, the opening is so overwhelming. I would just think that even if you're a dumb person who wants to talk, you would just your senses would be overwhelmed by this thing, and you'd be quiet for the first five or ten minutes of the show anyway. But is
5: people, Roger Waters still angry at the weekend? Is he still trashing the weekend? Uh,
0: Yeah, what was that happening in Canada? So he was playing uh, in Canada the same night that Drake and the weekend.
4: I think it was last Saturday, and for some reason there was like a power outage or something like that that impacted Drake, and it impacted the weekend show, but didn't impact Roger Waters. But that was was before
5: this. Before that, he was angry because the weekend and and Drake were getting coverage, media coverage, in his show. Yeah, in Toronto.
0: And I think that, you know, he basically, I, I agree with him that he's more important as an artist than they are, but they're more popular right now. <laughs> and uh, I mean, I think Drake. Drake. Wild- I think Drake is wildly overrated. I Absolutely. the weekend I've seen yes. the weekend, and I, whether it's whether I always buy into everything, I can recognize that he's trying to be artistic and he's trying to be creative and he's thinking about what he's doing. Um, I, there's nothing about Drake. I I don't get I don't get the whole Drake thing, but uh, but he's wildly popular, but. Uh, Here's Roger Waters' says. catalog certainly, with Pink Floyd, I <laughs> think, is deserves some attention. If he comes to your town, he also has a very uh, a, a political message that is um, uh, some people are not going to like. That's worth writing about. A lot of people who are Pink Floyd fans when they go to this show are not going to dig the message. It's pretty strong. It's pretty powerful. Um, I'm going to go because, uh, and I, I don't agree with everything that I've seen. But I do think – I give Roger Waters credit, even though I don't agree with him in everything. I give him credit as really the only huge artist that's out there that's able to fill arenas um, around the world that is always concentrating on the innocent people who are caught up and killed and whose lives seem to mean nothing to the power brokers of the planet – with their Machiavellian ideas about what has to happen so that the future looks the way we want it to. Roger Waters, you can disagree with some of his stuff, but he at least is out there championing and talking about the thousands upon thousands of innocents that are killed every year by these a-holes who are running the planet. All right, George Clark, are you trying to... get a little Drake going there. Yeah, get this mind, is the blood up. Drake. This is it. This is the greatest music in the history of whatever. Sold you more. Know? Yeah, they
2: took, they took the Wii music from the background of a Wii, right? And then it was, yeah. he just like, mumbles
0: over it. Hey, we're just old people who don't get the quality of the future. That's what's going on. I think now. he
4: sold more albums than anybody else. So, the quality well, doesn't well, matter. That's the
0: thing. Yeah, there's a lot you of dumb people out there. You know. The quality doesn't matter. Think about
4: how long two men and a
2: kid or whatever that show was called hey, lasted. Well, well, well,
0: I will not. I will not allow you to. My mother loved that show. Please, <laughs> well, bless her. She also she also loved the show Jag. And when she was alive, <laughs> I don't she know. was here, I, I said to her because all of a sudden when she would visit for a month or two, like my TV was on CBS more than ever <laughs> because she liked all those shows. And I, Becker, I said to my mother, Becker. honestly, no until one wants you until you came here I thought that there were only I thought that the whole idea was we make commercials for the show but the show never actually airs I didn't know that jag was actually on for an hour a week I thought they just talked about it during football games how about NCIS
1: do you watch that no
0: nope. that's you seen I know yeah that's never seen NCIS never saw is that blue blood still on with uh these are commercials if I didn't have a love for pro football yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't even know that these shows we're on. Uh, Blue Bloods isn't still around, is it? Oh yeah, it's Tom still on. Tom Selleck, it's still
1: on. Yeah, but that's a guy who did the Sopranos and the Rockford Files, so people like it. The
5: acting. When was right so? Here. When was your mom watching Jag? I remember Jag coming out when I was in middle school. It was on forever. It was on forever. And that's sliders. the point. Sliders, sliders, sliders was wasn't on for two seasons. Like, no, you know,
0: no, sliders, sliders was not my it, mother's cup yeah. of tea.
3: Around the
5: same time, remember sliders? Yeah, I like
4: sliders. <laughs> it was a ripoff of Quantum Leap, but
3: this would have been in the uh, <laughs> Sliders.
0: Like mid-2000s. Yeah, Jag had
4: (laughs) 10 seasons, guys. It went from 1995
0: to 2005. Okay, so this is probably 2003, 2004. And I'm thinking, this show is an actual... (laughs) I thought it was just a notion.
5: I feel like it had to be one of those shows that had a totally different cast by the end.
0: (laughs) Oh, because... Well, at least it's on those... Yeah, Jag. Jag is... What is it? Justice Advocate General or something? Judge Judge
5: Advocate General.
0: Okay, so does that mean that you're? What does that mean? you defend people or you prosecute people in the military system? Is that what it's in the it's in the uh, navy? Ask right? your mom. She's not with us Do any you. longer. Get the Ouija Thank board. Thank you very Ow, much. Get the Ouija <laughs> board.
2: <laughs> Way to trigger. Yeah, get the Ouija board out. <laughs> <laughs> Bonnie, if you can hear me.
0: How is the Ouija board like? is Is that basically <laughs> is that basically work because the people who make it know that somebody involved who has their hands on it is going to want something to happen?
2: I'm not moving so, it.
0: I'm not moving it either. Oh I'm not
2: God. moving it. You're moving it.
0: Because uh, it takes a long time. Like you're spelling out just these long words. Don't get his burger F F O. Oh. Oh. All right, we're gonna be here a while. I'm not high U- anymore. <laughs>
2: You have two people who are dyslexic playing, and uh, you can't figure out what they're saying because it's
0: all backwards.
5: (laughs) The candles, it takes so long the candles have fully melted.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's the answer. It's been a long time, but it was worth it. (laughs) Anti-disestablishmentarianism. She wrote
2: things, the ghost wrote things down in her dairy? (laughs) What?
0: I don't get it. Okay. All right, let's start over. This can't be true. She never, she never milked a cow <laughs> hey, in her life. Hey, ghost, right. can you can you start this over again? I don't yeah. get it. <laughs> I love that everything about supposedly connecting with the other side. It's based on this premise that well, you can't really you can't really communicate the way that we're communicating. It's gonna be it's gonna be buffered and staggered, and you get a little bit and. You, I don't know if these people are still around, but they used to always show up on television shows <laughs> where the uh, the person that can communicate with the dead in your life, and somebody in the audience is stand up and go, <laughs> and, and and the person would go, "Okay, I'm 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 seeing I, I'm I'm seeing the letter yeah. P, I, I'm see- at the point that you can actually get over." the hump and talk to the dead, shouldn't you be able to just basically have a conversation yeah, rather than some they- sort of like Wheel of Fortune <laughs> hangman thing that's going they're, on? They're whispering <laughs> into the person's ear like, my name starts with an R. Can I buy a vowel? Speed this up a little bit.
3: Hey, Bon Hessler,
0: you're awesome. Well. That makes it great. Is that uh, your son Pete? No. <laughs> was that Pete?
3: Awesome. No, it wasn't.
0: You're okay. Awesome, Let's hear it again.
3: Hey, Von Hessler, you're awesome. That's
0: so cute. Nah.
4: We're doing really yeah. well with the kids.
0: Autumn got one <laughs> <laughs> earlier this week too. Well, you know, that's what you have to do. Is you have to if you want to grow your audience, you gotta you gotta get them when they're yeah, The Joe Camel of radio. Exactly. <laughs> First crack rock is free. Wow. <laughs> But the next thing you know, I don't have to go to the playground. They come to me. So Eric I sell all the crack I want.
4: <laughs> yes. yes. So Eric obviously got this hey, one.
3: Hey, Bon Hessler, you're awesome.
4: And then Autumn on Wednesday got this one.
3: This is Autumn from Marietta, and I
0: wanted to say hi to Autumn Fisher. Oh, so Hi, Autumn. <laughs> now that one I understand, because you know when you're so young... There's that moment where you find out that other people have your name. Like, there's a couple of years to go by. I like- never got that. You never got <laughs> Oh, because your, fa- your dad, no. yeah, your father had the name. But uh, <laughs> I remember when I was five years old, there was a kid across the street named Eric. And to me, like, that kid was a rock star to me. Like, oh, my God, there's another one? And he just happened to live across the street from me? Did you think he was obligated
1: our- to be your friend? I thought that.
0: I felt like it. I felt you like we got to be we gotta work at this. Yeah. We got to work at this. I mean, the Erics of the world. That was. What is going on? Hello? Somebody tried Somebody tried to get Who into the show? It? Hello? Yeah, I wonder, I my- I'm Eric, too, and we should be <laughs> friends. But you have a K. So are we really? do we really have the same name? He We're showed up at same. my house.
5: That's what's happening. Eric Erickson's there. <laughs>
0: Hey, Great! Any apple tartlets in here? Uh, <laughs> He's Greg at the
5: wrong Russ. apartment right now. He's at the apartment below, but he'll find me soon enough.
0: <laughs> Greg Russ is still here, and that makes me want to ask him if there was one other story that he brought to us from Studio B1, and he had the opportunity to opportunity the opportunity opportunity to pass that story along. Which one would you choose? You
5: know, now they're sawing down there. You may have to kick me off the show. You may have to just boot me.
0: You, know, you probably I'm, you probably hear it more than we do. Just go ahead.
5: You know that I'm a huge Harry Styles fan So I think it's time for me to go
3: <laughs> it's, it's like a Jerky Boys bit The
5: Egyptian magician I'm sorry Greg, I can't hear
0: you. What was that story from Studio Little B- Elves Remember Little Elves? Get Brett right where Tim I
4: does. said
1: all right, hold on. I can't do the voice hey. from Little elves or I'll get canned.
4: <laughs> hey, I'm walking here. in. Hey, <laughs>
2: oh, <laughs> that
0: outside. guy's still
4: there. <laughs> hey.
0: hey, I'm crawling here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, go ahead. What is your story again?
5: Uh, I was saying I'm a huge Harry Styles fan. You know this, so yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm applying <laughs> to get back to school. Texas State University offering a Harry Styles course. It's official. It's happening. The honors college course will focus on the singer's work. Including albums, films, and former band One Direction.
0: These are always like I, I don't. This is college, right? It is not Harry Styles. It's nothing is Harry Styles. It's that colleges do this quite often. It's some sort of play to make people want to take the course. But I mean, what are you really being set up for? Hey, if you ever, hey, listen, <laughs> if you want to grow up and be Harry Styles, you need to take our course so you can. Well, learn first, how get out of here.
5: He probably yeah. didn't go to college, and yeah. anything he, any success he's found didn't come from college, so But leave. it's
0: weird. Like, What is the mentality behind that? I'm going to be the cool professor, or we're going to be the cool school? No, there's nothing that you can learn that's going to help you with your life. And what are you going to learn about Harry Styles that you couldn't just learn by going online, and if you're a big fan... Figuring it out. like I'm trying to get at what the scam of this is. I mean, the scam is you're making money for a course and people are paying for a course, but they're, you know, they're enrolled anyway. Right. So they are going to pay for, you know, they got to fill those hours. Is that something that you is it uh, one of those things where it doesn't go toward your actual grade? You, you I don't want I don't want to find it's out an that honors the, course.
5: This is going towards the grade. It's going to be really challenging.
0: I don't want to find out that my anesthesiologist got over the top with a Harry Styles course. I want to know that that guy was really deep into the... Things that matter. Yeah, I take it before. this is probably undergrad. It's
4: probably an elective that they that people take, and, and there are there are always no, these kind of silly classes they throw out there to try to get people you know go in and get. It's like oh don't yeah discredit we're
5: discredit this it, yeah. when
4: when whoa you, whoa
0: whoa, whoa. <laughs> when, when the
4: portals when the portal opens up to actually add and drop classes, people select it right away, and then by the end of the add drop session, then they're like oh you know that class ends up having openings because it's a you know people realize. I would that.
0: think it would be an easy class. I think it would fill up quick because it can't be that difficult. I mean, can you imagine? imagine failing? <laughs> <laughs> to, I got an Harry <laughs>
5: this, is, this is the full title. The full title of the course is Harry Styles and the Cult of Celebrity, Identity, oh. the Internet, and in European oh, Pop Culture. Okay. And so then the, the okay, it's a bait
0: and switch. Yeah. The, it's a bait and switch. It's a sociology professor who's well, going to get you on in TikTok. there i tell you why follows. Karl Marx is the best. Uh,
5: begging for well, follows. The professor on TikTok. I'm the professor. This is what they, they posted. I'm the professor uh, who will be teaching a class on Harry Styles. Follow me. Yeah,
0: I tell Gross. You, man. There's a reason Gross. why. Gross. You yeah, know, I've done the numbers on this. It turns out nine out of the ten professors that any student ever smokes pot with is uh, from the sociology department. <laughs> and, yeah, true, and and and, and uh, this is just and the, and sociology people. They just they want to be relevant to everybody all the time, and they want to be relevant to the young. So this makes sense. But I guarantee you, there's going to be a bait and switch. You're going to get in there and find out why. Uh, Well, basically, I could have taught this class before Harry Styles were born, before there was anything called the internet, because it really comes down to Marx was a genius. I guarantee you. (laughs) I guarantee you that Harry Styles' career and the way the internet has unfolded has only gone. It's just one more example of uh, what. Karl Marx was right. This is my guess. People can follow it. Look at the cur- uh, the uh, what do you call it? Not the curriculum, but the sy- syllabus. Yeah. Look at the syllabus. Uh, I would like to see that. Is that available yet? When that's available, I want to see what is the books, what books are we reading? I guarantee you. I Let's would sign I am, up for the class. Well, I can't sign you up pay for, for the class. Why not? We can do it. Where, where is it being where is it? Texas something? Some Texas school, some community college? Where's Texas State University. So, uh, TSU?
2: Yeah, I'll get accepted.
5: Here it is. Here's more. <laughs> the cultural and political development of mm-hmm. the modern celebrity is related to questions of gender and sexuality, race, uh, class, hello. nation, well,
0: globalism, media, fashion,
5: fan yeah. culture, internet culture, and consumerism.
0: First of all, the gender stuff and all that kind of stuff is going to take you back to your friend. There he is. Come on out here. Karl Marx. Come on out here and tell everybody why, why every new thing under the sun only proves that you were always correct all the way along. The gender thing is so wrapped into what used to be a lot of the arguments that are... A, a, a lot of these, what seem like new studies are really just the old Marxism thing in a new coat of paint. I guarantee you that's what this is, but you know what? But Eric, the student's going to produce a podcast together. That's pretty cool. Oh, you need a professor for that. Nobody Nobody can do a podcast without professional guidance. Well, my goodness. We started off three hours ago talking about how Well, we were congratulating one another on all making it to Friday, which is apparently what we do now. Woohoo! We made it to Friday, and now here we are. The last segment of the week. And I want to make sure it's a good one because, as you know, if we have a bad last segment, I have to stew on that for the entire weekend. So let's uh, come on, everybody, let's bring your A game. Okay. Let's bring this thing home, all right? Let's bring it home. Okay. Uh, it's right. Friday
4: yet again.
0: <laughs> hey, uh, is Greg still there?
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> You're not
5: off the hook. Yeah.
0: You're not off the hook.
5: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Greg, you going to fly? I, I, have
0: something, I have something that uh, I just, I need some explaining. I, I surround myself. A lot of people think I surround myself with people to, to lecture them. That's not true. I surround myself with people to learn, to have mm-hmm. voices around me. The
5: best listener yeah. I right know.
0: Thank you. <laughs> that may say a lot about your uh, the set of people that you're hanging out with, but thank you. I appreciate it. I'll take it. So this, uh, I don't know, because I am a, have been a well-adjusted adult for many, many years. It didn't start out that way, but I would say since about my mid-30s. Before that, my early 30s. I've been a well-adjusted adult, and I found no need to read the Harry Potter books or see any of the Harry Potter movies. Yes, I did have, I uh, had a, <clears throat> in the Harry Potter time, we raised a, a child, but in my mind, Harry Potter movies fell into uh, the category of things you do with your mom. So he got all of that, but not with me there. So uh, Quidditch, this is a story from, I don't know where. It doesn't really <laughs> say, it. it doesn't identify itself. Reader all, I see is a, all I see is a logo. Quidditch, the Daily Prophet?
1: Yeah, that's what I was Quidditch.
0: <laughs> the sport, now Quidditch oh, is that stupid thing where they're flying around on the brooms and the it's like rings like soccer, sort of, with yeah.
5: a so You the... can't actually play it in real life because you don't have brooms, right. but I guess but they made it a sport, right?
0: They made it a sport, and now, somebody tell me if I'm wrong. You can't get around the fact that this did not exist. This concept of this game didn't exist until the Harry Potter books, right? That's right, right. yes. So this is the stupidity. Like, what was actually done here? On one hand, most people, this will come up on talk radio and all these uh, snowflakes and whatever. My question is, okay, so you're a snowflake and you want to get things done. What was actually done here? Quidditch the sport is now called Quadball. Good in protest of, yes, of JK this... Rowling's comments. She made comments that transgender lobby <laughs> does not like. But. So what has happened here? It's still the game that comes from the book <laughs> from that the she movie. wrote, right? And they no longer play on turf. <sighs> I don't <know> what that... <laughs> oh, I get it. T e r f. What yeah, is that? That's, that's uh, what that's... she is. What is that? Trans-exclusive uh... radical feminist. So she, so J.K. Rowling is considered to be a feminist, but there is a subsection that is being that is thought to be excluding trans. From their feminism and she's that okay that's an argument for other shows and other places maybe this show on another day my question here is what exactly has been achieved here we are getting to the point where society and that whole social media millennial gen z bunch has gotten so dumbed down it's still the game that comes from the book that she wrote So you changed the name, but what was it about the name that so deeply associated it with its author? It, it, the answer is nothing, right?
5: Well, there's still fans in general overall. That's the big thing. If you really don't like her, stop reading the books.
0: Well, right. Stop watching but I mean, the I mean, movies. In this situation right here, this is a, a, a big thing. Press releases. We don't call it this anymore. We call it something else. But but Nothing nothing has been done who cares if it's called quidditch or quadball if you're if you're upset about the association with the author of the book this doesn't change that association even by just one iota. Am I wrong? You're not
1: wrong, no, but if you like, call it quad ball, uh, <laughs> and you're not calling it Quidditch, yeah, it's just ridiculous.
0: People <laughs> are like, "Hey, what's that?" You
2: gave up halfway. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I don't
3: care. <laughs>
0: because, because maybe because as as I often do as the host, I will I will. The, the thing that interests me about the headline is usually not what interests everybody else. Like this is a slam dunk all day long. Radio shows, snowflakes. It's getting out of control, right? That's mm-hmm. that's where it goes. But no one see. I'm asking, hey, if you are one of these so-called snowflakes and you do want to make change in the world, please explain to me how this changes anything. Well one, of, the one of is the, it doesn't The
5: big problem here is that if you play Quidditch, that by default it's assumed that you agree with what she believes. <laughs> yeah. so you want to play the game and you need to prove that that's not who you are, so you change the name. I, it, that shouldn't be the standard, though, and that that applies across many things. I yeah. feel just because you yeah. drive a Volkswagen doesn't mean you're a Nazi.
0: Volkswagens, by the way, were it's a it's a, a Volkswagen. It's a people's car. Mm-hmm. It was Hitler's car, right? So this is and the Volkswagen. I don't know if he was around when the bus came along, which became a hippie favorite. Yeah. People. So if not, you
2: drive a Volkswagen, you agree with Hitler. Yeah,
0: that would be it. Would you be both like, like saying, the saying same that. Car. But, not only would it be as if you're saying that, but then your, your, your response to make that go away is, we're, we're going to call it the, uh, the, 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 the Derwiener schnitzel. That's, <laughs> so
3: That's what it's I still call the mine. It's still the
0: car. It's still the car. It's still the car that Hitler created. Uh, Derwiener schnitzel, by the way, used to be a great chain of fast food restaurants that uh, were hot dog based. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, They went. I, when did they go out of business? Somebody look that up. Because I loved, I don't know what, it, I thought, wow, this is a great idea. When everybody else is going burgers, Burger King, McDonald's, Wendy's, these people got the idea. We're going to go dogs. But it didn't work out. I don't know if they didn't run it well, but I'm telling you, you can get any kind of hot dog you wanted at Der Wiener Snitcher. <laughs> <laughs> anybody look it up? I assume somebody looked up when it was, when it was, uh, Knocked out of business. Let's no? Am I alone? See, am I speaking uh, into the I, void here? Was it, huh? Jared's looking it yeah, up. I'm looking it up now. Yeah,
2: Jared's the researcher.
0: Let's see. Uh, by <laughs> the way, at the point that you can't fly around on brooms, I agree with you, Greg. You're not playing the game anyway. <laughs> so, what are they doing? They're playing some kind of weird version of the cross.
1: Yeah, mixed uh, with soccer. There's no gold snitch with wings that flies around that you can catch either. Well, again, how
2: do they navigate that issue?
1: And maybe they just throw a rock in the air, and whoever. It well, I, see, I see people with
5: hula hoops in their hands. It was created in Vermont.
0: Oh, that explains oh, it. Oh, that's all God. you need to know. College. In it was Vermont. probably created by Ben and Jerry. <laughs> Ben walked in with a great new idea. By the way,
4: your hot dog place is still in business. It's not It's not over yet. It still has got a couple locations.
0: A couple. But there was a while when Devere Schnitzel was on the march. <laughs> they, they they opened 200 new stores in France overnight. <laughs> yeah, they occupied <laughs> Paris, <laughs> Texas.
4: Hey, they still have a store in Guam and Panama, too. Oh, Guam. Let's go.
0: <laughs> let's go get a good hot not dog. not tipped over. All right. I help everybody, Greg... Thanks for sticking around for so long. I hope all the doctrinaires, I hope everybody listening has a great weekend. We'll talk to you Monday morning at 9 a.m. Until then, you're all invited to join us then. Until then, continue on your journey. I Do not piss off the genie. Thanks for listening to the Von Hessler Doctrine Podcast. Remember, you can hear the show every weekday from 9 to noon right here on 95.5 WSB.